0: Hey everybody, my name's Zoe. I want to tell you my story how I was betrayed by a close person I trusted. It's hard for me to remember it. It's even harder to write it, but I still really want to share with you what happened to me. Just to warn you, always stay on the watch. But okay, first things first. Me and my brother have a small age difference. Just one year. Well, as it turned out, my parents didn't take something into account after my brother was born and here I am. Well, maybe there's nothing wrong about it, because up to a certain moment, I didn't have anyone closer than my brother in my life, at all. We always had some common topics to talk about. We had the same friends and events, because we were almost the same age. We even went to the same class at school. Many people sincerely believed we were twins. You see, we never, ever had a fight. Well, of course, some little things happened, For example, we didn't share the last piece of cake. Our parents gave us different gifts and such, but serious fights and conflicts never happened. I never understood my classmates who led a permanent war with their brothers and sisters. How could it be? This is your relative, and you must love him. Later, when we got older, we started hanging out in different crowds, of course. I hung out with the girls, and the boys went on their business. Where usually girls weren't allowed, we just met in front of our house to practice our curtsy or flirt skills on each other. And here was my first real problem. While my GFs were already having relationships with some guys, Nick was kinda Cerberus, standing guard over my innocence. No, he didn't mind me flirting or texting guys and talking to them, but when someone got handsy, he would immediately get it in the neck from my brother. He wasn't jealous though. He just couldn't get his sister was already a big girl, and she might be interested in boys. At the same time, he could easily flirt with my GFs. So where's the logic here? No logic. But he often said our parents would twist his head off if something bad happened to me. That's the way we lived. We were great friends. We hung out, socialized, and anyway, we had perfect family relationships. And then I got sick. I don't know how it happened. But when I was 16, I suddenly started fainting. I would bleed from various places, including my eyes and ears, and I had a terrible cough. I was hospitalized and for a long time, they couldn't figure out what kind of disease I had. Turned out, I had picked up a totally childish disease somewhere, a whooping cough. Due to some severe coughing attacks, my weak vessels and capillaries simply couldn't stand the pressure, which resulted in a heavy bleeding. Well, plus suffocation and stuff. The treatment was long, painful, and it was in combination with a teenage hormonal storm. So many drugs gave me very unexpected effects. I spent three months in the hospital. For all these three months, my relatives took turns visiting me, sitting next to me, and bringing me all sorts of different things so that I didn't get bored. My brother even somehow managed to transfer a laptop to the infectious diseases department. In the evenings, He sat with his friends under my window, sharing Wi-Fi via his phone, so that I could surf on social media. Of course, the treatment was very complicated, but with such support, it was easier for me. It's always nice to know you're loved. Then I was discharged from the hospital. Another nightmare began. I was so exhausted from my illness that I looked like a horror movie character. I was constantly crying about it. Red, bloody eyes bags under them which looked like soup plates, sagging skin and stretch marks, and even dermatitis which started because of the stress. Somehow it didn't add any beauty to me. Can you imagine what it's like to see such a nightmare in the mirror when you're only 16? Perhaps I should have told you before, but I'm not particularly attractive. I have a large nose with a hump, sharp facial features a thin, but kind of angular shape, and my lady parts haven't formed yet. Such a blow to my appearance for me was a real tragedy and not just teenage whining. That's why the words of support from all these people around me were so important to me. But even here, my relatives showed their best. My mom bought me tons of cosmetics and urgently taught me to use such makeup that everything looked natural from the outside. My dad bought me a card to the coolest fitness club in the city. He even paid for a personal trainer. And Nick just always showed me that I was beautiful, smart, and the best sister in the world. If someone said something bad about my appearance, they would get it in the neck from my brother. And once, when I was totally depressed, he encouraged his friends to write me all sorts of nice messages, compliments, and so on. I knew it was his initiative, but it was very pleasant. So my depression ended. Yeah, and I still had a very long time to recover, but when there were caring and loving people around, even the mountain of self-work wasn't so terrible. So I started. I got into fitness, ate right, did all sorts of masks, scrubs, ointments, according to the schedule I made at the dermatologist. Slowly but surely, I got better and better. Of course, I wouldn't risk going out anywhere without makeup, but at least I started smiling and I didn't cry every time I saw myself in the mirror. I even began to appear in public places, go to school and stuff. I even hung out with friends, if it didn't interfere with my recovery schedule. Seems like I was in a crowd of friends, so everything would be fine no matter what. Oh, how wrong I was. It all started well, so I didn't notice something was wrong. It's just... Some kids at school began to look at me and then giggle and hide their eyes. Well, I thought they remembered something funny or were making fun of each other. Definitely, I didn't relate it to myself in any way, but that was more than just giggling. I felt being watched, and a couple of times I even saw camera flashes. The paranoia suddenly blossomed in my head. I asked Nick if he knew what was going on, but he made a very puzzled face and asked me what I was talking about. I complained to him that I thought other guys were laughing at me, and maybe secretly taking pictures of me. But he wasn't even offended. He said he would know for sure if someone would do something like this to me. He said there was nothing like this, and maybe I just invented it all. No, I didn't invent it. You know, even though I was recovering from the illness, still I wasn't so crazy not to notice my classmates were giggling at me. And in one moment. I learned something that killed my faith in people forever. My GF, who I talked to a lot, said that there's a group on Facebook, where they upload photos of ugly guys and girls, and then everyone mocks them in comments. She added there were also my photos there, and a lot of them, but she didn't want me to see it, but I didn't listen. I wanted to see it with my own eyes. I wanted to see those people who were talking about me, and who I believed were really mocking me behind my back. I felt terribly offended that all their support was obviously for my brother's sake. They didn't mean it when they said it. What I saw really shocked me. There were pics of guys and girls, with not the most attractive appearance there. And there were a lot of angry comments below. But me? There was too much of me there. They even created a separate album with my photos, where I eat, walk, choose clothes in the store, etc. All the comments were so evil that I just cried all night long while flipping through the album. The sweetest thing was, I wish she was dead. Doesn't she really understand that fancy clothes and makeup won't ever make her look like a human? Everything else was full of aggression and various obscene words that just broke my heart. I couldn't imagine going back to school and looking these people in the eye. Unfortunately, I couldn't identify half of them many of them used fake accounts there. I showed this group to my parents and asked them to do something. They promised to transfer me to another school, but I would have to wait a little until all the papers were ready. Nick was furious, really furious with what he saw, and he was going to beat everyone who commented on my photos. But I asked him not to. I didn't want my brother to get into trouble with the law because of me, but I was still pleased that my brother really didn't know anything and took care of me all the time. Did I say the horrible group broke my heart? That moment, I didn't really know what a broken heart meant. I really knew I was dead when I found out the whole truth about the group and its moderators. In our family, everyone has a laptop, but we don't set passwords, because we don't hide anything from each other. It's just not okay to take other people's stuff. But one day, my laptop broke down, and I didn't know what to do. I urgently needed to find some information for the lessons, and I decided to use Nick's. Because if he would take mine, for example, I wouldn't mind. I know it's wrong, but anyway, I was about to open the browser when I saw the same group in his bookmarks, and it was not opened from his main account. It was from the main account which was, ta-da, the main moderator of that freaky group. Then, I just got desperate and started reading his answers and comments. Then I learned that all this time, it was my brother, a man who I always trusted. He simply mocked me behind my back with his friends. He didn't hesitate to take some of my personal photos, even videos, and upload it all on the net from this fake account. And some of my videos, which were personal and intimate, were sent from his personal account to his freaky friends just to laugh. Judging by the messages, he just hated me because my parents spent a lot of money on my treatment, which they'd been saving to buy him a car. My parents have been messing around with me and even threatened him since he was a kid that if he wasn't a good older brother to me, they would deprive him of everything. Well, and for the fact that my parents forced him to support me so that I wouldn't suffer from my depression. I swear, I didn't know all this. I thought our parents could be strict with both of us, but for a reason. I didn't doubt their love for both of us, but it turned out my whole life was a lie. I thought I had the perfect brother, and he just played along with my parents and dreamed that I would die and not torment him anymore. It was hell. I became reserved and stopped talking to anyone. For the last two years, I've been keeping silent. I spent more and more time at home in my room. I didn't want to blame my brother, because my parents were the ones to blame for what had happened but I couldn't see him anymore. It was so painful that I didn't want to live. When I had the opportunity, I simply moved out and broke off any contact with my family. I don't know what's going on with them right now, and I really don't want to. I hope things have gone well since I left. I don't know who's the one to blame and how to live my life from now. Write in the comments what you would do in my shoes. Like if you want to support me. Only our closest people can bring us the hardest pain.